Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Hey, Jamie Golden, welcome to the Happy Half Hour. Hello, Ivy. I'm so excited. I'm so glad you're back. I'm, listen, I love a good happy hour. So, doing two is not, that is not hurt my feelings. Okay, so today's happy hour is brought to you by Prep Dish. And Prep Dish is just amazing because what Prep Dish does is make your life easier. And can we just hear that that's what we all need, right? Um, Hello, I'm a baker who doesn't cook and doesn't know how to cook. So you need Prep Dish in your life. The fact that someone would send me recipes and give me a grocery list and hold my hand through the whole process sounds amazing. And let me just tell you how this got even easier for me one time. I got the recipes from Allison at Prep Dish. I had all of the ingredients, and then I did the grocery delivery service. I never left my house. Groceries showed up. I had the stuff. I prepped it all. I put it in the fridge, and it was good to go for the week. It was just amazing. The only way that could have been better is if you made your kids cook all the food. (laughs) Right. Like, this is kid prep dish. Allison should think about that. She needs a kid's prep dish. So prep dish, what they do is they send you a grocery list and an email, and it tells you how to do it. And then you spend like two to three hours prepping it. And then you have meals for the rest of the week. And they're really, really, really good meals. I I mean, stuff I would never uh, make. Oh, and, and anything would be stuff I would – unless it's a frozen pizza, then I'm already ahead of the game. So she's going to give you listeners a special rate of $4 for the first month and just go to prepdish.com slash happy hour, and it's a $4 trial. And you just literally can't – what can you get for $4 these days? Nothing. You I'm can't get a up. latte. No, it, because – tax. Gosh, right, the exactly. government. I know. I know. Um, okay, so Jamie, I was at a live event this – when this is coming out, it would have been a week and a half ago. It was my first happy hour on the road. Yes. Right, College Station. It was phenomenal. Everyone was there. It was amazing. But can I tell you, someone came up to me and was like, thank you so much for telling me about the podcast. What? Yes. She's like, I adore Jamie Golden. I want to be best <sighs> friends with her. She cracks me up and I love her. So well, there you go. Send her my mailing. Send her Send me her mailing address because I will send her our airbrush matching tees because now we're BFFs. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's fantastic. Oh, that's so great. You should sell those. Really, like, don't think I have it. Then, like, like you and Jamie. Knox's face on them, even airbrushed. I mean, that would just be hilarious. Listen, that's Panama City Beach at its finest. That's exactly right. And you cannot oh beat Panama gosh. City Beach uh, airbrushed t shirts for sure. Oh, uh, that's fantastic. Well, I love that you had a live, another, like, now that you're on the road. So now you're just going to do a tour, right? Of the whole world. You know, wouldn't that be awesome? You should be on the road the in a camper, maybe in a camper. Oh, uh, nominated a bus. I yeah, you got to be fancy. I don't do camping. Yeah, you, no. Well, we just, you know, I have my live show, which I, you have one too, and I want to hear about it, but my tickets just went on sale last week, and so I'm excited about a new live event, a new live event in September. Yeah, in Austin again, right? In Austin so, again, because I can't beat that. It, well, Austin is the dream, and it's not in summer, so fantastic. Yeah, it'll still be hot. Tell me, you have a live event coming up. 
We do. We're doing because we we you're like our trailblazer. Like mm. you're our trailblazer. And so we are doing the podcast live August 13th in Birmingham. Uh, and what's fun about it is Knox and I have been recording. It's our third anniversary of our show. Uh-huh. And we have been recording for three years and we have never been in the same room since we started our show. I, so I th- just that is that cracks me up. <laughs> so this will be us being together, which I'm sure with his uh, hate of small talk and introversion <laughs> combined with my just extremism on every point. It's going to be a delight. It's going to be it. I actually wish so badly I didn't have something that weekend because I would be there just to see this. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like, where's Waldo? But with Knox, because he's going to be like in a corner with a cocktail, just like, please don't. <laughs> can you find me? Please don't, I hope no one don't knows ask me I'm about Knox. the weather. Right. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Well, I'm so happy for you guys. And we're excited because one of your uh, – Former guest and half-hour guest, Sophie Hudson, is going to be a special guest. She's going to be in a segment with us at the show live. So it should be really fun. Love Sophie. And y'all are in the same town, right? We are. We are Birminghamers. Have you met Sophie? I have. I actually know Sophie. And she's as precious in real life. Like I kind of was hoping she'd be like Mariah Carey, J-Lo, Diva. Right. She's She's not. not. She's Mm -hmm. just sweet and fantastic and funny and great. I believe that. Um, okay, well, thank you for coming on my show before. The happy half hour is where I bring guests back to ask yeah. a little more pointed questions. We'll yeah. just roll through them. Let's you're, do it. You're good at this. So I love a lightning round. This here is we fantastic. go. Number one okay. question. What's something that you've read, watched, heard, or heard lately that you can't stop recommending to other people? You can do all three or you can do one. You get oh to gosh. make that call. Maybe I know all three because I consume a lot of pop culture. And so I read and Which watch. That's why and I love you guys because I know nothing. Nothing. No, yeah, like, you don't. You don't know anything. That's sh- true. The show that just came out on Wednesday with Jen and Rachel and I, um, I just want to let you know that they told me what Lemonade is. Oh, my gosh. I don't know this, Jamie. I love – because I, I know you didn't know what Hamilton was. No, I didn't know recently, what Hamilton was. Which is precious. And I love that you didn't know what Lemonade was. That's I, so- I don't know what's wrong. No, it's because you're a mother who's raising these beautiful children and you're producing this great podcast and you have your focus. Like me, I don't care about any of those things. So I'm focused really <laughs> on my television viewing habits. Netflix okay, so 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 tell me what you're reading, watching, or listening to that's going to educate me. And I'm going to guarantee, let me think, I bet if you're going to do all three, yeah, I bet I know one out of th- three. Let's let's see how I do. Okay, I'll be. I, you'll know. You'll know maybe more than one. Okay. But one of my favorite books of all time is uh, the book Columbine by Dave Cullen, and it's a must read. It came out a long time ago, but it is a fantastic book. I have a weird obsession with national tragedies. Well, I was going to ask if it was that Columbine. Yeah, and that's what actually sparked it was Columbine and that book particularly. And so now I'm obsessed with reading about all national tragedies. Well, like, we know that you're. <laughs> I do. Your, yeah, you, you can say it. It's fine. One it's of fine. your weird obsessions that you know if you listen to the podcast is that you go online to find um, celebrity autopsy reports. Am I right? Autopsy reports and photos. If you go to celebrity reports, <laughs> you can find. Now, I don't like to look at normal dead people. Like, I'm not going to look at your open casket. But if you are Princess Diana, I am going to look at your autopsy Have reports. you seen Prince's? I'm waiting. Oh, it's not released. It's not released yet. It's hard to find. But Celebrity Morgues is on it. I trust them to make sure I get to see it. But a book came out this year. uh, Sue Klebold, who was Dylan Klebold's 
Oh, mother. yes. Yes, A Mother's Reckoning Living in the Aftermath of Tragedy. I read it, and it was really the most powerful thing. And it still stuck with me months later. And I tell everybody about it because she kind of pulls from her journals. She does these great interviews with kind of mental health professionals because this is a mom who is not only grieving the loss of her own son, but grieving these actions and what, you know, self-blaming of like, how did I miss this? It is ridiculously well-written. The bonus is all the proceeds go to mental health agencies mm-hmm. that are doing charity work and so it's a must re- so if you want to get obsessed with you know these kind of dark things yeah. it's one of my favorite books mm-hmm. that I've read this yeah. year I always think whenever I see a book like this I always think that when tragedy strikes that there are parents behind these kids oh yeah you know or whoever it might be and it's sad for them as well you know and yeah because yeah. I've been a family member who's missed something in a you know a, a niece or nephew or cousin's mm-hmm. life and been like oh my gosh, was I not present? Like I needed to be more present and I feel so bad. And, and so if I'm feeling that way in those instances, mm-hmm. the idea that in this kind of you know, situation, she's such a good writer too. So it oh. was really profound. So that's my read. Um, my watch is I just binged Mr. Robot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Aaron watched it. Yeah, so I've seen parts of it. Okay. Because I, I fall asleep on the couch, but he well, did it. It, was re- it wasn't what I expected. A doc said recommended it. Uh, Elliot is a dreamy fella to look at. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Right. Um, and then Christian Slater, our beloved Heathers from back in the day, my team beat posters. And so it it is really good. The second season comes out in July. You can binge it on Amazon Prime. It's only 10 episodes, so it's an easy binge. Does but it come out heavy. like live TV? Is it on TV or is this a Netflix or Hulu original? No, it's a live TV. It's okay. actually on network USA or something USA yeah okay, yeah and so it's it's so good and it's thick and it's about a hacker it's computer hacking but very relational driven and it's really f- I mean I binged it I'm gonna be honest with you I binged all 10 episodes in 48 hours it's good yeah I, I it is good yeah so good and then my listen is actually a podcast episode that I've been recommending constantly it's this American life and you know this American life has almost 600 episodes so sometimes it's hard to go how, where do I start? Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to recommend a recent episode that came out in June, which is uh, episode 589 called Tell Me I'm Fat. You know, and, I've been wanting to listen to that uh, one. It's on my queue. Like I see it and that draws me in, the title. Yes, it's fantastic. It's interviews with Lindy West, who recently wrote a book, Shrill, that I just read, which was phenomenal. And uh, she dealt with a lot of online bullying and cyberbullying for kind of all of her writings. Um, and then... Uh, Ira interviews Roxane Gay, who wrote Bad Feminist, because um, she's overweight. These are all overweight women. Mm-hmm. But the best is Act Two with one of the uh, staff on their show, Elna, who talks about lo- like being worried that she is not getting a job or a boyfriend and her life is not as great because she's fat. So she loses 110 pounds in, oh, five, my word. in five months. That seems unhealthy in five months. No, it's it's crazy unhealthy. But she talks about the fact that yeah, when she lost the weight, she started dating. She got a great job. Like she Jeez. said, I wanted to believe that that wasn't true, uh-huh. but my whole life changed. But at first, you can be like, she's going to convince me to lose weight. But no, I mean, she puts you down the dark path of like a conversation with her newlywed husband of like, you would not have married me if you had known me when I was fat. And it's just, <sighs> as someone who's always struggled with her weight, I just was sitting in it just going, yeah. Like I was like, it was like a sermon. Mm. I was just nodding my head like, amen, amen. Like it was really powerful. And you know what? We can't go into this because we need to get some, some more questions. But you know what I'd be interested to think about and hear on the flip side of that? If if it, the same is true for a man. Exactly. Because I when when Aaron and I got married, he was probably 50 pounds heavier than he is now. Really? Yeah. 
Uh, I'll have to show you all the picture. Oh, so, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, what would it have been different if I was 50 pounds heavier? That's a whole yeah, different conversation. Right. You know what this I mean? Very, listen, don't get me started on uh-huh. youth ministers who are not <laughs> not traditionally attractive, who are married to really hot women. I never understand. Hey, he I'm was like, a youth pastor when we got married. See, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Look, I'm just saying, Aaron is gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. Not in a weird way that makes you uncomfortable that I think he's hot. But I'm just saying, he's attractive. So that's, that's hilarious. That's, that's hilarious. We could do yeah. that. We could spend a whole day on that. Okay. Um, let's go to this. How do you recharge? Well, I want to say amphetamines, but I feel like that's not the that's not like the answer your listeners are looking for. Because <laughs> no one, unless you're going to Mexico this summer, then that, hello. I am going soon. Hello. Stop by pharmacy. Um, <laughs> But in, in, in a more traditional way, truly, I'm a pretty high energy person just uh-huh. naturally. Um, and I don't have kids and I'm not married. So what's draining me? Like TV <laughs> watching? No. So, but what I watching the robot. That's right. That's not, nothing's, nothing's draining me. But I do use cold brew coffee. Oh. Like, right now, I just li- like, it's just a constant French press, brew. super easy at home. Like, the Pioneer Woman once did a recipe where it was like, and get out your cheesecloth. And I was like, I'm out. When I, I see cheesecloth, the, yeah. I close down the recipe. Yeah, I can't. I'll close that tab. Yep. I'm going back. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Yep. But if you do it in a French press, which is super easy, I have a, like, I genuinely make cold press three or four times a week. And I'm drinking And then you just morning. keep it. You get, it stays in the fridge for a week. It's really easy to do, you know, like, just grind some beans, put in some you know, room temp water, let it sit 12 hours. You've got a great concentrate. Love it. See, I, I, it's cold press is funny to me because when my coffee gets cold, I hate it. Oh yeah. Yeah. But iced coffee is good in the summer. It's really, it's why Americans are the worst because we are just like, <laughs> but, like, no, I don't like it this way. I want it to start cold. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. What specific app gadget or piece of technology can you not live without? Okay, so I am teaching or kind of leading a small group for my church this summer um, called Capture the Ham, which is... I love it. It's doing photography in Birmingham. So we go to a different place each week and we learn how to use our phones as cameras because really the best camera you can own and use is the one you have on you at the time because we don't always carry around our big cameras. And and so I recommend kind of three photo apps that will change... I got to get my pencil. I know, right? You got to write this down. It's important. And so I've... Three photo apps that are fantastic. So the first is Pro HDR X. And if you're on Android, you can just use Pro HDR. That's great for landscapes, uh, anything with vivid colors. Mm-hmm. Just It's just what it does is it takes a couple of pictures. It lights the background, the foreground, and then layers those for you. So it does a great thing that you could really do in a you know, an SLR, but it does it in an app in your phone. Okay. So I don't know anything you just said. I don't know, but I trust you. You can trust me. Mm-hmm. And then another is touch retouch. And that is a, it's a, it's editing app where you can remove things that you don't want in your image really easy. So but things on my body. Well, I can't, it's not plastic <laughs> surgery in an app. It's not that, but it can remove, like I have a little acne because for some oh, reason really? I'm in middle acne. Right. Yeah. yeah. But also power lines, which always get in the way of a good, <gasps> oh. You know, uh, yeah. or if you're at the beach and you're like, look how cute my kids are in the sand. Who are those kids? Let's get rid of them. Like I always, when I'm or at the who beach. who is I'm that always, man in that bathing suit that is totally inappropriate? I know. Like why is he in a Speedo in my cute baby? Like we're all in matching outfits and look at the guy that's walking by. So 
it's great. Like I take people out of the water. Like I take everything out of the picture. And okay. you do it with really a swipe of your finger. So I love it. It's fantastic. And then I use this is for, you know, iOS users, but uh, I don't use the native camera app on my phone. I've always used Camera Plus for like five years. Okay. And so it is it was developed by a photographer. It is a ridiculously fantastic app. And so I always recommend it. Okay. I love that. Love it. I'm, I wrote them down. I'm going to put them all on my phone today. Yay. Um, okay, Jamie, what is a dream you had just had for yourself when you were younger that just didn't come true? Like it either was never going to work out for you or you just had to let it go or what? I'd love to hear this. Well, narrowing this down is really a challenge because, I mean, I was going to marry Kirk Cameron. Right. I mean, all of us were. Right. I was going to marry JTT. Um, I was going to marry a lot of people. Who's JTT? Um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Okay, from yeah, uh-huh, got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I, but I was thinking when I graduated from college, I had an, a really valuable liberal arts degree. Uh-huh. Um, and so That'll I take needed you far, right? Right, it took me so far. Thank you, sociology. <laughs> and but I was thinking at the time, I just was applying for all kinds of jobs. I thought I wanted to work in nonprofits, and and that's what I ended up doing for a really oh, long yeah, time. Yeah, we talked about that on the show. Yeah, yeah. But I I. At the time, I thought I really wanted to work in Hollywood. Like, I really did want to work in Hollywood, but I did not have the cojones to do that. But I, but I thought, well, what's the harm in applying for a job? And so I applied to work at the William Morris Agency, which is a talent agency. Yeah, it is. They have an office in Nashville. So I said, I'm going to apply. And so one day when my parents, I told them I was going to the library for the day to get internet. And I drove to Nashville in from a Birmingham? new suit. From Birmingham in a new suit applied for a job, got called back for a second interview, went back to the quote library, went back to Nashville, interviewed for a second time, got offered a job as an agent assistant and like a junior agent. And I turned it down. Why? Because little Jamie, 22 year old Jamie, she just did not have the boldness. Okay. So you're scared. I was super scared. Like I had never lived other than college, but that's so safe when you can live away from home in college. I'd never lived away from home. Like everything I knew was. And so I was. So that's a dream that I really did have for myself that didn't come true because I really like stomped on it with my size eight feet. Do you wish it would have come true? You know, it's funny now only because if I wasn't doing the podcast because I now get to immerse myself in pop culture. Uh Uh-huh. I would still wish that had happened yeah. and that my life had taken another path. But now I get to really do the things I wanted to do, which was talk about and right. think about Hollywood. I get to do now all the time. So you get to do it. Yeah. You're, you're, you are fulfilled in that way. That cracks me up that you told your parents you're going to the library and then you end up getting a job. I mean, you I know, offered I a job. I'm going to break down. I'm going to get a speeding ticket. This is going to go. <laughs> like, I They're assumed gonna I was going to be punished for this disobedience. Oh, so. my gosh. That's hilarious. Uh, Jamie, what's the best advice you've ever received? Um, I like truly like it's get the, get the guacamole, like pay extra for the guacamole, like always oh. get the guacamole. I know that's not life affirming and life changing, no, but, but like, that it goes a lot further than just Mexican food. It does. Like if you think about like all the things that you deny yourself, even if it's rest, Sabbath, all, like get the, just get the guac, like just get the guac. Like it's, it's a dollar. Just get it. Like it's fine. Like at Chipotle, don't. Just get the guac. And whenever they say, speaking of Chipotle, you know it's extra. I want to be like, yeah, I know. I want guacamole. Like I want it. Like that I've saved up. Like I didn't (laughs) pay my power bill so that I could get the guac. Right. So figuring out – it's really about like sacrifice and – so the advice is really look at your life and go, is it worth the sacrifice? Like now I work from home and, you know, that is a really – 
genuinely dreamy lifestyle, but it has required some sacrifice. Like I can't just trot off to Europe or take really fancy vacations, but I go, but I got the guac. Like that's what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with giving up these other things to get the guac. Yeah. That makes me think on a totally different level about like, just do it. It's okay. Whenever we're on vacation, uh, like when the Ivy's go on vacation, Aaron Ivy is best dad of the year. Like he Mm -hmm. says yes to everything. So when you say like, like normally if we had a restaurant and everyone's like, Hey, can we have queso? And then can we have dessert? And can we all get root beer? I'd be like, no, no, no water, nothing like this. (laughs) No vacation comes. And we're like, you get whatever you want. That's how Aaron is. He is is on vacation. He's get the guacamole. Like let's go to Slitterbond and we'll just get any kind of pass you need. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He's See, just, yeah, he does Aaron, that. I know. That's, and that's a great way to live. Like, you don't do it every day. I don't get the right. guac every day. No. But get the guac sometime. I will say the other advice that my mom always said growing up, which sounds, I want it to be like something you could like letter on a print mm-hmm. and put on your wall. But it's like, what can you do about it? That's genuine. My mom still says that. What can you do about it? It is what it is. It is what it is. So I think Mary Englebright said, bloom where you're planted. Mm-hmm. But my mom was like, what can you do about it? <laughs> and I like my mom's version just because it's really true. It's like, what can you do? I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Jamie, you are um, successful in what you do. And so whenever I say that to women, sometimes they're like, oh, no, I'm not. Oh, can we, can I just say, can we somehow burn this to a CD and send it to my parents <laughs> so they can listen to it in their Honda? That you've made it. <laughs> yeah, because I want it official. Do they need it in a tape or a CD? They have upgraded. Okay, no, good. she would prefer a cassette tape because okay. she really likes a liner. <laughs> and so, but if you can get it to me on a CD, that'd be great. Okay, you are successful in what you do. What do you think is something that has led to your success? Well, I am an optimistic person just across the board. Like, I, I can assume, see that. Yeah. I assume the best in people. And, and I, my dear friend and a friend of ours, JC, who hosts Around the Table, mm-hmm. she will always say optimism is a weakness. Not because she's negative, not because she, she's always like, it has failed me. It has made, when I'm optimistic, I am Get let down. And yeah. yeah, vulnerable and let down. Yeah. Yeah. And she's right. Like, you do make yourself vulnerable when you're optimistic. But I think what it speaks to is just joy in general. And so I've just, Holly Wagner once said, joy is not a feeling, it's a decision. And I just love that so much. And I, I, I spent about a year going, I don't, because I'm really a negative, snarky, mean person by nature. Like, I'm just really. So you have to choose that. that I have your to nature ch- is not joy and optimistic? No, it is not that way at all. Like, I have to, and it, I spent about a year going, because I had somebody say once, I was planning an event, that was what my job was, and they said, I really don't like event Jamie. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Wait. <laughs> and my people-pleasing took over and was like, what? Well, I have to is not- event Jamie like Jamie that gets stuff done? She's a B. Like, uh-huh. she's – like, she really gets in people's faces. Okay. And that was – thankfully, that's been many years ago. And I just said for a year, I said, you know what? I'm going to just read – I'm going to start, like, reading Philippians. Like, I'm going to write it on my heart. So I was reading it every day over and over and over and over and over again. Read only things about joy. Kind of really – got around people who were joyful people Mm -hmm. and started kind of pruning my life so that I was only around people who were at least realistic or optimistic. I just no more Debbie Downers. Yeah. And so after that, like now it's, it's more nature. Mm -hmm. Like now it's, I can get up and go, yay, coffee. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just a happier person, but it really still is. I mean, like I'll get into stressful situations and go, I have to decide. Yeah. I have to decide. Like this is, Count it all joy. Count it all joy. And then you have to say to yourself, what can you do? 
What can you do? And hey, Holy Spirit, how you doing? Right. How about some fruit? That'd be great. I need some joy. How about joy. you do a little work right now inside? How about like, you wake up, dude, uh-huh. get out the bed. So yeah. Um, yeah. I would not have ever guessed that about you. Oh, I mean, I'm so mean. I could but, be so mean. But it's so interesting. I love that you said that. And again, this is the happy hour, happy half hour, so you can't go in depth. But I want you to come back because I, I want to dive into this. Because the thing about it is, is that I think that people don't think that they can do that. They don't. No, they you think, don't. Hey, this is how I am. This is how this is how I was made. I know. And we just weren't made that. that and listen, I don't put it on myself to be like, look what I did. I'm now mm-hmm. joyful. Mm-hmm. It really was a work of God in me, around me. Like, and I asked him for it and he challenged me. Like he did challenge my ability to be joyful. But really, I mean, Galatians 5.22 tells us the fruits of the spirit are, and joy is on that list. Mm-hmm. So it's not anything I have to do. I just have to allow the Holy Spirit to do his thing, That's which good. is so much better than my thing. So. Because your thing is negative and mean. So let's well, let my, him do his My thing. sinful nature. That's right. Just, I'm battling her, and she just is grumpy. Mm. She's so grumpy. She's so mean. She's just a mean. Oh. <laughs> mm. uh, okay, Jamie, what's a pet peeve that you have? I can't wait for this. Honestly. Oh, my gosh. Can I tell you that I'm a walking pet peeve? Like, I do all the things that people hate. Like, I drive in the left lane. <laughs> I, I, I eat off your plate. Uh-huh. I, like, talk at a, a, a volume that's too loud. Like, I, so I feel bad, like, pointing out, like, this is what's wrong with y'all. Right. But my biggest pet peeve, where I really do get genuinely, like, I'm going to say something, which I'm not going to, but is people who talk on their cell phone when they're at a register or at a Oh, camera. yeah. Okay. Here's why. Here's why. I, why I don't do that? Because I'll talk on the phone, but then I'm always like, I gotta, I gotta go. I'm about uh-huh. to think. Yeah. Because I need to distract the cashier with my kindness and my sweetness. Because I don't want her evaluating what's happening on that belt. Like I'm buying things. Mm. Like I'm the age that I should not buy this much candy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I shouldn't buy this many frozen meals. Or this much ginger ale. So you need her to not judge you and you need to, if you're on the phone, all she's doing is like, this is the 18th bag of candy. This woman is crazy. Yeah. And you need them. I don't need any of that. Mm -hmm. So I need her to focus. I need to focus. And I also, I always think when people are on the phone, like you're sending a message to this cashier who probably already doesn't, like this is not somebody who's like, I've... I am fulfilling my calling right. by working <laughs> at this Macy's. Yeah, this exactly. Macy's. As someone who worked in retail, uh-huh. I never felt like at ease as I handed you your Kate Spade handbag. Right. <laughs> but you're really sending a message, which is everything in my life matters more than you. Exactly. Like, and I can't even talk to you. I'm just going to hand I you can't my credit even card. Speak to you. You're not even worthy of my attention. I'm just. You're just worthy of my cash. Thank you for checking me out, and that's all you're worth. Yeah. So I always hate that. And I think a lot of people aren't aware of it. See, I'm optimistic. So I'm like, (laughs) they just don't know. (laughs) But I always want to be like, do you know, like you're not acknowledging her or him? I kind of want to tap her on the shoulder, the woman in front of you and just say, hey, you're being really rude. Can you imagine? I would die. I can. Can you imagine if I was like, you're being really rude? I'm afraid someone would like take off the earring. They would. They would. And I'm not prepared to fight someone at any I can't fight. Nor do we need that in our lives. Yes, we don't. No. Oh, Jamie, I love chatting with you um, in real life and also on the show. So thanks for joining me. This has been such a treat. I love a nice half hour with you. I know. How can people get tickets to your event? Okay. So if you go to our website, which is knoxandjamie.com, you can find out everything about us, listen to our podcast. But if you go to knoxandjamie.com slash live, 
You can learn all about the show, all of the FAQ, all the guides. Like if you're coming to Birmingham and you've never been, we give you guides where to eat, where to hike. Not We're not going hiking with you, but, <laughs> but you can hike. Like, good for you. Um, all the places to see why it's a fantastic city. And you also can snag tickets there. Love it so much. And I desperately wish that I could come, but I'm going to be cheering you guys on from here in Austin. Okay, great. Yay. Okay. Jamie Golden, thanks for coming on the Happy Half Hour. Uh, Thank you for having me. I hope you have a fabulous weekend. You too. Well, I'm in Ethiopia when this comes out. Um... Gosh. Okay, so you're a better person than me because I promise you I'm watching Netflix on a couch. Like, but I'll be praying for you then. Thank you. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Uh, okay, thanks, Jamie. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com.